possibly get the same same result, you you know what you're doing. So you said an apology. When is an apology never accepted, or when does an apology? When should an apology not be accepted? When the actions are repeated. If it's a repeat, like, you can't say, for example, I hate to use, you know, the male and sex relationship, but you can't say, babe, I'm sorry I'm che- I cheated on you. And then you cheat again, and then you want to say I'm sorry again. You understand how that, it just becomes like, you're not sorry. Right, right, right. You are not sorry. I don't know. For me... What do you think? You know, I'm cutthroat with certain things. But this is my logic I always use when it comes to whether I am going to forgive something, anything, whether it's from a friend, family member, anything. And forgetting, well, first of all, forgiving and forgetting is two different things. I always believe, I, I could forget me being a Sagittarius. I don't hold on like literally I cannot talk to somebody for years and then come back like, oh, why did I stop talking again? I really will not remember. I forget before I forgive. And by forgive by not forgiving, I don't mean like, oh, I'm upset with you. It's just that this is how I look at it. You got to know when an act is based off of accident or its character. Mm. I do not forgive anything that's embedded in someone's character. One, because I don't believe in being apologetic about who you are. I am who I am. I embrace my flaws just as much as I embrace my strengths. So sometimes, yeah, if you say, oh, I'm a moody bee, that's me. I can't be sorry for that. Whatever happened in my life or what I grew up around or how I, that's just how I am. I don't know if that is passed down for me from generations. I could be moody. Or, like, I can be unemotional. That's someone who I am. I can't be apologetic about that. I can try to be cautious of it and more aware of it so that I don't, you know, just... um, So I can know before I hurt someone's feelings with it. But I would never be apologetic about it because your flaws make you who you are. So if somebody do something to me, the first thing I think is... Okay, did th- where did this come from? Because it's not always the act. It's mm. kind of the underlying part of the act. I can give so many examples. Like, uh, the, the plain example... I'll give personal examples in my life. But the plain example I usually give is... Um, for example, somebody could step on your shoe because they didn't see your feet there. That's a mistake. That's something... Okay, I'm sorry. Cool. We accept that. Someone else could, like, every time they get upset... They do. They step on your foot. All right. I know this sounds weird. But mm-hmm. Stay with me here. I I'm upset. I'm angry. I feel some type of way which, about you. I'm not happy with life. I'm stepping on your shoe. That's character. Mm-hmm. Meaning, regardless if your shoe is there or not, this is a person who, when they are in their feelings, they're gonna commit this act to you. Yeah. So I might be sorry about getting upset this time. Maybe I'm upset because you ate my ice cream sandwich. I'm sorry this time for stepping on your foot, but that don't mean that tomorrow if you make me upset because you took my curling iron, I'm not going to step on your foot again. That's two different things. One, somebody accidentally stepping on your foot, didn't see your feet there. Oops, my bad. Next time I'm going to be cautious and go around. I definitely didn't mean to do that versus someone who gets angry and steps on your foot. That's their, you know what I'm saying? Because things like that is not going to change. So sitting there and expecting that apology to equate to, that act not ever happening again is being naive of you. 
So by that, I always say like, I make permanent decisions all over character mistakes. I don't even think character is a word, but like mistakes that's based on your character. Like things that hurt my feelings or things that people do to me that I feel like is based on who they are. I make permanent decisions off that. And it's not even a map from a place of anger. It's just, do I want to deal with this or do I not? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all have people in our life. Yeah, I have people in my life permanently who do things I don't like. But that's because when it came down to that decision-making process, is this something I will be able to deal with? Is this something that I can work around? If I feel like it is, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to accept your apology and I'm going to just know how to move with you. If I know, okay, my personality, this isn't going to work. That's where the permanent decisions come from. Okay, I'm not going to really rock with this person like that. So that's what I mean by certain things I'm I'm sorry cannot fix because... You always got to think from where did this come from? You know what I'm saying? Where is it based from? And I could give a a prime example. You know, I have a friend I stopped talking to. And this is the first, like, incident we ever had, ever, like, as, a, as friends. But, and, you know, I know she just keeps saying, like, oh, my God, like, me and her, we've been cool for so long. We never had a falling out. Like, how could she just stop talking to me off, off this one thing? Because what she did to me was a character thing mm. where, okay, when things do not go her way, mm-hmm. she she goes in brat mode. It's not a big deal. She goes in brat mode and like she just, she has no regard to everyone's feelings and she has no regard to a situation. Me being who I am, I'm a very sensitive person. That's not a risk you could, you could take with me because when you're sensitive, you don't have logic. So I'm never, once you hurt, if, if I'm an outsider looking in, it's easy for me to have logic. I can, you know, I can see somebody do something to someone else and I can always try to come in and mediate. But I'm sorry, I'm biased when it comes to me. I'm a sensitive person. So once something hurt my feelings, I am no longer able to apply logic and be like, you know what, she probably is doing this because things are not going on her way. Let me understand. Sorry, I'm a middle child. I, me and my sisters are like one, two years apart. I, I get in my feelings, okay? I grew up getting my feelings. This is just a part of something that may, people may consider a flaw that I've accepted of myself. Mm-hmm. And me knowing that about myself was like, you know what? I can't rock with somebody like that who don't until they understand what how they move and how that can't work with me. I'm not going to make you force you or expect you to be apologetic about who you are and why you move the way you are. Ooh. However... I ain't about to sit here and just accept it. Whew, can I just sip that tea for a minute? I'm good. Let me just sip that. That was nice and hot. Like it's no, it gets real because I think a lot of times people just feel like, you know, I I I don't want to be a person who's just talking from one side. I am very, very. I take it very seriously how I treat people, and not saying oh just be nice and be respectful. Not the basic things you're supposed to learn as a kid. In every relationship I have, whether it's a relationship, friendship, family, I value it to a point where I literally will dissect the person and also dissect myself to make sure I'll see the things that will make us clash and I'll avoid it. If I value your friendship, that's what I do. Like, if I know, like, okay, oh my God, this is, I really like her. This is my bestie. But I know, like, damn, I could get moody. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I don't like to be around people, but I notice that she's sensitive. 
So if she, if I, if I treat her this way, then we might not be friends or I might, we might get into a level of a fight that might not be able to be reversed. Mm. So I will really monitor that about myself. This is how much I value relationships with people. And I, I put it in a status today, which is, which made me want to do this episode. Sometimes you have to, after a certain age, you have to, your conscience has to be able to kick in before you do any act. Because, and I'm sorry, can't always fix any situation. Yeah, friendships, relationships, family, you're going to have little petty arguments. But you have to, if you value a relationship, a friendship, or whatever it is, you have to know what is that that black line, that line in the sand for that relationship. Because people ain't, ain't out here letting anybody get away with anything. And you got to know, you you know what I'm saying? You got to, if you value it, I'm not saying that you got to hold everybody as king or queen, but if you have somebody in your corner and you feel like they're beneficial to you in your life and they're a crucial part of your life, that's the process of truly loving somebody by really monitoring some of your flaws to make sure that it don't lead you guys into a place of ending the friendship or the relationship. So... I don't know how other way to put it, but honestly, I'm sorry, ain't cutting it for everything around here. Repeated behavior, granted, I get it. In certain situations, it's like, yeah, people say sorry and they keep doing it, but that's, I feel like when people repeat behavior, it's because you force them to say I'm sorry about something that's just who they are. And it's a, and I feel like I'm sorry, come, us individuals needing an I'm sorry is really from an in denial state. It's like, you you see that this person did this and you know it came from a place of of who they are. You know what I'm saying? But you want to be in denial to that. So you feel like, all right, it's almost like a contract. Like when you go in to get a car, nine out of ten times, when you walk in to go sign a car out the lot or let's say put a cell phone in your name or do something with your credit, nine out of ten times, they could probably look at you and be like, we already know this person ain't going be able to live up to these payments. They'll look at, I know, especially with cars, they do this. They'll know damn well this person do not have the income or they're really young and you know there's a 90% chance if you sign this car off the lot to them, they're not going to be able to make their payments. They know this. However, by you coming and just saying, oh, yes, I can, that clears, that helps them with that anxiety. Like, well, they say they could. It's the same thing with when you accept and when you expect that I'm sorry from somebody. It's like, Damn, I could what they did was messed up. But if, as long as they say I'm sorry, at least that kind of kind of make them responsible for making sure they don't do this again. Where it's like, no, you're just setting yourself up for a repeated disappointment. And I don't like those. Hmm. You can only get me once. If you get me twice, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna wanna fight. Like, just no way around that. <laughs> but uh um, so yeah, what do you have you ever had a time when you felt like you had to deal with you know what the crazy thing is like probably many more people like I out there you j- the way you just executed what you just said just now it brings on it brings light forth like so like it makes you wonder like do you think people maybe people are just unable to distinguish amongst the two cuz a lot of people what you just said just now a lot of people I think you just opened a new insight of like looking at something as being somebody's character. Right. As opposed to it just, I guess the action itself, whether you determine, okay, yes or no. No, you need to be able to decipher like, is this someone's character 
Or, or was this just something that could be forgivable? Like, was it just a mistake? Of course. As a matter of fact, I think I'm actually going through something like that now. Where I think I'm maybe understanding that this may be someone's character. I have a friend. We've been friends for, I'm going to say about a good 15 years. Mm-hmm. And like you, she did something to me that made me was just like, oh. And it's just like, now it's just like, wait, like, like I, me, I know what I do. I know, I know myself. If you, if we having issues and you don't want to confront it, I'm going to make that elephant in the room big as hell. Mm-hmm. So it's either you going to keep avoiding it or we not going to speak on it. Right, and if right. you, me, I'm the type of person, I'm a sensitive being. If something bothers me, I'm going to let, you're going to know. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Like there's no, if sue me likes you, sue me likes you. If I don't like you, it's vividly clear. There's no, right, right. it's a black and white within mm-hmm. that area. So it's just like with her, I realize, damn, 15 years of friendship, she's about to let this thing go down the drain without... She doesn't want to, no she doesn't want to, no so that means it shows what your value is towards our friendship. Right. So it made me like, okay, this is who you are. Right. So cool. So I'm, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's yeah. just, it's crazy too. I, I, what did I do? Let me see. Snapchat. I'm going to read something right now. Y'all just give me a minute. It says, sometimes you got to let people do what they want to do so you can see what they rather do. Mm. That's true. That's deep. That's deep. But see, that's it. how you said, like, personally for me, it is, it's more of a relief for me to look at it that way because my conscience is clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I feel like, mm-hmm. you know what, this is just who you are, it kind of separate, because a lot of times when people do things to us, we often take that responsibility and that burden of, what did I do to yes. make this happen to me? Yes. And you start really dissecting things about yourself and beating yourself up. Like even when it, sometimes even down to cheating, when a female gets cheated on or when, or when a male gets cheated it's on, always- it's even the person who committed the act, actually the person who's the victim carries more of a burden than the person who actually committed the act. You know right. what I'm saying? Because sometimes you could be thinking, what did I, oh my God, what did I do wrong? Was I not a good partner? Was I, and the whole time, homeboy got commitment issues or homeboy got mommy issues or sis got daddy issues or sis need attention mm-hmm. or sis is a sex addict or like, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes certain things is just, p- people do things based off of who they are and every act isn't a de- necessarily targeted towards you. You just happen to be the the victim in the path at the time. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy because I just wrote this the other day on Snapchat. I said, it's never personal. It's not personal. You can't take things like that personal. It's just that you hold yourself up. You hold your half of the bargain. Of course, in any relationship, friendship, family, you hold... Everyone likes to feel like, okay, I've been holding my side of the bargain. Just as long as you know that you've done that, then... And you start looking at it like, okay, this person is doing this because it's something personal with them. Or this is just who they are. Your hands is washed. What can I do about that? As long as I, you know, that's why I don't believe in retaliating. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people like, oh, I see. For, I don't even know how people do this. Like even with friendships, 
Like, I see it all the time on social media. People who used to be friends, and then they're not friends no more. They got blasting people on social media. All I care is if I was a good friend. If we have a falling out, if me, if I, if there's never been a friend that I have had a falling out with that I felt the need to retaliate. Because the only thing that will make me get defensive, first of all, I'll be the first to say this. I don't do nothing wrong, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that I might not be the cause of certain issues I might have with my friends. But one thing is that I hold up for me being a good friend. If I ever have an issue with someone that is, you know, on my end, I'm always willing. I have a conscience. So if I do something wrong, it's going to eat me up way before I let it eat you up. So even before you even realize the problem, I'm already going to be having this discussion with you. Like, listen, it may look like I did this, but this one, I'm going to clarify. I'm a communicator. Like, I need to talk face to face. I don't do text messages. I don't do sub. I need you to hear me loud and clear. And it's not even, I don't even care at this point if the person don't want to save the friendship. For me, it's a conscious thing. Mm-hmm. Like, let me do my part. Let me do the right thing. And as long as I do that, it's so easy for me to walk away from any situation conscious free. Okay? Because yes. at the end of the day... All I'm trying to do is get through the pearly gates, all right? <laughs> Ain't none of these, none of these relations that you make make here is really gonna last yeah. forever. Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? These are things that are supposed to help you guide you through life and make life easier. I ain't taking it that personal to the point where you do things that are not you mm-hmm. just for the sake of retaliation, or you bring in that those bad blessings into your life because right. you start wishing evil on other people that mm-hmm. evil turn right back around and enter into your own personal mm. life so I mean I guess it's just a it's a matter of character but I really do suggest everyone when it comes down to uh, really uh, judging someone's ca- character and just as far as uh, apologies and mistakes just sometimes learn how to view it from is this just who this person is or is this situational? I think that's the base, best way to put it. Sometimes a situation can cause, like, for example, uh, my father passed. Somebody might not know that my father passed. So, you know, people, I crack jokes all of that. Everybody know that I crack mm-hmm. jokes. Uh, somebody can say, oh, your father, but not know that my father passed. That's situational. And that's not something I'm going to hold against you or that's not something that I'm going to be like, oh, I'm not going to be there for no more. My father passed and they they cracking jokes about because I know you didn't know that's situational. Character is like, OK, we we hiking back and forth. I'm coming at you. I notice you getting hurt because we, we cracking jokes like, you know, it's fun and games. But because I hurt your feelings now, like whatever jokes I'm saying, I might be winning or you may feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. Then you be like, oh, your father, because now I just got to hurt your feelings. And you know, you know what I'm saying? That's character. That's someone where even if you learn to forgive that specific act that they did, you just learn something about this person. That regardless of any circumstance, when this person gets in this state of mind, this is how they reflect your relationship or this mm-hmm. is how they treat you. So it's a matter of you just being in a position of, okay, it's first of all. Be enlightened. Be excited. I love learning new things about people. I don't care how long you think you know somebody, how long you and your bestie been friends mm. since kindergarten. Every day you're learning There's something, something new. new. Mm-hmm. Okay? Every situation in your life is introducing you to new levels of what type of the friendships that you have. You don't know your friends like that. 
You won't know your friends until y'all old and gray and buried together. That's when you're going to be like, because the moment where you can sit there and reflect like, yo, I went through this and this person was there for me. I went through that and this person was there for me. But I don't want to hear, oh, I knew this person since kindergarten. That's how, no, that's just not, <laughs> life ain't that easy. That's not how it works. So it's like, I mean, if you, you got to really know, you got to really allow situations to reveal who you're dealing with Ooh. and then accept it once it's revealed. And then make those decisions on how you want to deal with it. Okay? This is how you take control over your life. I get excited over stuff like this. I don't be... What? I be like... I love, like, just being introduced to awkward situations. Or tense situations to just make me be like... Alright, let me see how this person is about to move. Or let me see myself and how how I'm going to react. You know what I'm saying? You never know, like, what... You can't base your, uh, your, your actions off of... Loyalty. I would say your loyalty has to be to your morals, not to people. And believe it or not, ooh, I'm glad you touched up on that. Yes, when you do it, when you put it that way, it's much more less of it. It's not a disappointment, actually. Because mm-hmm. if you're sticking to your morals, your, you know, it won't be a disappointment. However, when you're doing it just for the sake of people, you ever, you know the saying, it's not... When you put feelings into people or place happiness in people, that's when you're going to be the most disappointed. Mm-hmm. And not even that. It, it really takes a fake person to be that way. Mm-hmm. I know me. First of all, this is why I don't be trying to take shows out here. I don't know how to be fake. Meaning, the friend that I probably knew since kindergarten and the person who came into my life yesterday, you will be treated the same way. You know what I'm saying? Granted... We will have different experiences that will probably mm-hmm. make, you know, make me share different experiences with you guys. But as far as when it comes to my character and how I treat you, everyone gets treated the same way. I ain't got time to be like, oh, this is my bestie. So, yeah, she I'm a ride or die for her. I'm never going to talk about her. I'm never. But then oh, because I met her in two days, I'm going to be fake with her. I'm going to talk about her. I'm going to you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't be real to your morals. You know why? Because when it comes time to when you have a falling out with somebody, it's a certain type of confidence you have where you know that anywhere you go, people will say the same about you. Honestly, like, like can, let's say, for example, you can have an altercation with a friend. That's when people start saying things about you. You'll be like, wow, this is how they really feel. Oh, you fake. Oh, you phony. That's why nobody really like you. And all, all you, like, they start revealing their anger towards you. Yeah. But sometimes you can honestly believe it. Like, Wow, I've been with I've been friends with this person for nine years. She thinks that I'm fake. She thinks that I'm this. She thinks, but I'm like I don't care what you think. You and little Joe that I met yesterday, the same. <laughs> like everyone would say the same thing. You're, there has to be a consistency mm-hmm. with your relationships, mm-hmm. with how people view you and how you affect other people's lives. Honey, if people are saying the same thing about you, if you are that friend that nobody of uh, people stop liking or people just stop talking to you for no reason, sweetie, it's you. Mm-hmm. Okay? And at some point, you got to self-reflect and realize that. But if you're if you're um, loyal to your morals, you're going to realize there's always going to be a level of consistency. Even from your work friends. Yeah, of course, you different types of relationships require a different type of filter. Mm-hmm. However, your character should always remain the same. Okay, so your so work sad. friends gotta be the gotta be able to say say the same thing as your block friends. Your block friends gotta be this, able to say the same thing about you as your school friends. At your funeral, should not hundred people be get up there and say different things about you? Okay, 
Shut <laughs> and nobody like not even saying different different things as in they shouldn't be talking about a completely different person each time. You know what I'm saying? You gotta always maintain the consistency, and that consistency happens when you when you build a set of morals for yourself and you stick to it. If you know, like, okay, for example, relationships, you get cheated on, you decide I'm gonna retaliate and cheat back. Then when all your ex, all your exes, not even just friendships, you probably even lead to that example. All your exes should be able to get in the group and say the same thing about you. If your exes cannot come in a group and say the same thing about you, whether it be negative, first of all, whatever they say about you, whatever is the most consistent thing said about you amongst your exes, that's who you are. And that's the type of female you were. I don't care what you get with a new dude and you try to change your life. No, that's who you are. So your exes, as well as your friends, should be able to get amongst each other and the same thing should be able to be said about you. And if you feel like, oh, I'm a real person. Let's say you're a friend. People like to say, I'm a real nigga. Then all these people need to be able to get in that circle and bust so many words words say that you was a real nigga. What will all your exes everybody say about you? I'm retarded. Say no, no. <laughs> all my, first of all, all my exes will definitely, I would say both positive and negatives that I definitely believe all my exes will say about me. What, what am I starting with? Positive or negative? Positive. Positive. Oh, no. Negative starts with negative. Negative. I would definitely say that they will probably define it as crazy. But what they really mean is I was definitely, I'm unreadable. And I know why I'm that. I was, I'm that way at every, like, person, with every person I've dated. Probably even in my relationship now. I'm like, I would like, I do, I'm, I don't even know how to word it. It's so weird talking about yourself. Because then you put your secret out there why you act the way you act. I feel like they will say that I'm like moody and I'm un- I'm I seem detached. That was the main thing I would get from everybody I, I date. But it's usually like I used to play a lot of mind games. Like you know what I'm saying? I still do. I'm trying to wean off that. But I play a lot of mind games. So it's like everything with me is like yo. I just feel like I cannot like understand you. I can't get you. Like I'm trying to get to you and it seems like you're just pushing yourself further away. So I think that's the same. That's the most. That's probably the negative thing they would say about me. The positive is, like, anybody I date, they was the bro, okay? They knew. Like, we always good conversation. Literally, anybody I've ever dated, whether it be for one day or 20 years, confided in me with literally everything in their freaking life. Like, trustworthy. Like, you, there's nothing. Like, you could go and tell any ex, okay, they they would not believe. Whether I dated them for two days or I dated them for five years, Every dude will have the confidence to be like, no, I know she didn't do this and I know she did that because I was always authentic and I'm super honest. Like, I'm super honest with my personality, super blunt. I say what's on my mind, whatever I'm thinking at the time. I say what I'm insecure about. So it's like, it's to the point where I always made people feel like, yo, I knew her forever. But that's why I feel like friends, I gravitate to a lot of friends like that too. They feel like, yo, I really know her. So they feel like, no, can't nobody tell me nothing about her. I know her. So it was like, I think that was the positive, I guess. That one to boost myself up. But yeah, I was, I'm definitely crazy. What would your exes, uh, what's the neck? I want to hear the negative first. Crazy. But what type of crazy? It's different. Crazy. crazy okay? I have levels to my craziness. Oh, guys. Y'all heard about this in a previous episode. I done hacked, um, you know, one of the girls he was cheating on me with Facebook. Like no. that crazy. You was a Karen I'm crazy. Like I was a car crazy. crazy. 
that type of crazy. Yeah, my is that's the thing. There's positives and negatives to my crazy because, and it all comes from a caring place though. It's just you. If it's the negative, you're gonna get a. I want to key your car. I was ready. I was ready to go to Brooklyn and just key this man's car. And I had this whole outfit. I called. Uh, what did I tell? I said, "Baby Oprah, um, I'm ready. It's three in the morning. I got some black jeans. All I gotta do is buy some black Tims, black hoodie, walk like a little boy. No one would know. It's me. And Jeez, come back that, home. That's so crazy, Pause because this really shows like why we balance each other. Because we're like the extreme opposite. Yes. But in the still in a crazy level, like where she will really and she dead ass has done this before. Like literally, will be ready to go key somebody car and literally have a whole plan where I'm the type if I feel some type of way I will hit you up and like a regular like we having a regular conversation and then I will go MIA for weeks on purpose and literally I will not you'll be reaching out to me will not get me and then finally I will reach out to you like hey what's up and then they'll be like, yo, what happened? Where did you go? Nothing. I was just busy. But what you doing? And act like nothing happened. And this will drive dudes crazy. I don't know. Don't test it. Don't try this at home. But I used to do this all the time because I'm not going to lie. I got a kick out of like, I feel like the immature me, because I'm not an emotional person, I don't really process people telling me how they feel. Like, oh, I really care about you. I really like you. Like, that, things like that go in one ear and out the other. It don't, she retarded, I'm not y'all. a person that process things like that. So I, I never got... You can never get me if you just spit game. Like, oh my God, you so... I really think... I don't... Re- if you could, you could say something so romantic to me, I would not remember it the next day. Like, things like that don't stick. But action does. So, like, I feel like when I get guys flustered or if you like if I feel like no you know every female getting their insecure phase like I don't know if he really feeling me or I, I'm not feeling like I'm getting enough attention I'd be like I gotta do something crazy so I would literally like hit you up like listen or whatever whatever our routine is like I'll go see you we'll have a good time and then I'll leave and just never answer your call for months and they hit you up a month later, like, hey, what you, yo, did you see that episode of such, and they're like, yo, you're freaking crazy, do you know you did not talk to me, and I'm like, what are you talking about, and they'll start getting anger, anger is a emotion that I, I love, maybe because I process that way, like, everyone's like, oh, kind of, you super nice, no, like, if, if you, if I never got angry with you, or aggressive with you, or like, had, you know how I get, like, listen, you, do, if I don't get that way with you, I really don't give no fucks. About what you're doing, <laughs> about your life. I process my my love is measured by how angry you can get me. So that's another way of how I embrace that. Like if I feel like if a guy if a guy really feels some type of way that you ain't here from me in like weeks or I cut you off and you start getting angry, I get excited inside. My therapist said that it's not normal, but we're still working on that. But yeah, that was my crazy stuff. So it, it just made me think like yo, we're the complete opposite. But the same in the same way. And way. it's crazy, but but it would be to the extreme. Yeah, we're like two extremes. Yeah. Like two, two, two extremes. That's why I be having to call her sometimes like, okay. Oh, yes, honey. So call me. I come through. Fuck shit up. And, you know. I call her to when I need to know how to have feelings. I be like, so should I care about this right now? Or, yeah, because. Uh, and then she hit me up when I got to tell her, bitch, you don't need to be caring about that right now. It don't matter. That is so crazy and true. It's really but yes, y'all. 
I know we feel like we strayed everywhere, but the moral of this topic today, which is what we want you guys to take home with you, you're probably home listening to this right now or at work, but literally take with you through your journey of life is that one, just like you said it, shit don't be personal. Okay? It's never personal. So stop. It's not about you. Okay. Sometimes people are fighting their own battles and sometimes you just got to learn how to be like, you know what? They did this to me, but they ain't mean it. But at the same time, you also have to be the master of your life by knowing what you will accept and what you will allow and what you won't, okay? What you let, there has to be a certain, there has to be a line draw of what you allow people to do to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, no one can measure for someone else what you think is wrong or what you think is right or what they should apologize for what you do but you do have the opportunity in your life to decide okay i'm gonna accept this or i'm not you know what i'm saying and yeah and please people don't uh you know understand that it also comes from a place of self-value right and stop being uh if you're a i'm sorry ass person i need you to stop today okay I hate I'm sorry as people, and I'm sure this is a cliche people say all the time, but seriously, it's so corny to be I'm sorry. I personally do not like saying I'm sorry. I don't put myself in I'm sorry situations because I know I don't like being sorry. I don't ever like being in that stand position. I don't ever like being like feeling bad. I don't ever feel like I gotta, I don't like being an I'm sorry type of person. So this is why one, try to have a conscience before you act the way you act, okay? Especially towards people you value. If there's, if it's somebody that you want in your life and you want to keep in your life, really be think of your actions before you do it and before you got to put yourself in a I'm sorry, pitiful ass type of situation, okay? And understand that I'm sorry doesn't fix everything. Mm. Sometimes change behavior is better than I'm sorry. It's actually a better form of I'm sorry. So if, if, if something is, you know, I do believe that if somebody do something that's based off their character, the only way it can be forgiven is if that person really takes the initiative themselves to be like, I'm going to change this about myself for this person. You know what I'm saying? And it takes you to be that person, the person who is um, who's creating the who's doing the messed up thing to be like, you know what? I'm going to ch- I know I'm this way. But I'm about to change this for this person because this is how much I want to keep this person in my life, okay? That's the only way you should be truly forgiven and embraced back into somebody's life. Otherwise, go find somebody who can deal with what you those things that you do. You can never... Like, there's a lot of people who like to throw time and like, oh, you're supposed to be here for me or we've been friends for this long. You're just about to throw this... Stop having the expectancy that... To feel as though that people should have you around for time or because of the relationship. Or be, no, mm. nobody's nobody has to. I know my flaws. I don't walk around with the attitude of, okay, these are my flaws and everybody got to accept it. So you when, you when you have flaws that you're aware of, you are making the decision. When you make that decision to maintain those flaws or to keep those flaws, you're making a decision that you're willing for anybody who's willing to, who's who wants to walk out of your life, you're willing to lose those people. 
If that's something you're okay with, cool. Like, if you're like, you know what, I'm this way. I'm never going to change because I don't care if I don't have nobody on my corner. I don't care if my best friend don't want to be my friend. I don't care if my man or my girl don't want me no more. Then that's cool. Find comfort in that. But it's usually people who don't want to be alone or who's usually the first one to cry when they lose these friendships and these valuable relationships, but also don't want to let go of these you know, these traits that they have that's honestly going to make them risk all those relationships in the first place. So that's the best advice we can give you guys today. I hope we didn't go over too much, but make sure you guys tune into the next episode. We definitely have something special in store for you guys. Yes! Y'all know I'm extra asshole, but yes, y'all.